0: This is Sadie and this is Julia and we're the the Wrestling wrestling Sisters.
1: Sports fans, this is the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of Pro sports podcast. notes, UFC, 277 card, NASCAR, short track, Note prepping, and PK talk, and you guessed it, some wrestling. you're listening to the best breakfast wrestling sports podcast on your Fridays, it's episode 100. Your coffee poured, get that energy drink. You know the drill. Crack them eggs and let's get that heat up and get to it. The sun.
0: Scored run number 28. There
1: you have it, 28 runs scored earlier this week by the Blue Jays. A historical moment for them on this historical episode here on the E's and B's. Welcome to episode 100. It's been an awesome, awesome ride and we've got an awesome show for you today. So stay tuned as we dive through all the cool stuff as we started here in the MLB. Halfway through the season, of course, just off of the All-Star break and Home Run Derby last weekend. Talking about that here on the podcast. How about how things are setting right now? Let's dive into it. That's right. Let's get into some of the leaders as it's halfway through the season. We got about 61 games left before we get to, of course, the coveted playoffs for MLB. How about leading the league right now in batting average? It's Luis Ariz, there for Minnesota, batting a solid 339 at the moment. Of course, in the home runs, we talk about it a lot here on the podcast. Leading, at, leading, going into this weekend, it's the Yankees. Aaron Judge with 38. Now throw it over to the pitching side. How about the most wins as we go into this weekend? It's going to be the Houston cheating Astros. Justin Verlander with 13 wins as we go into this weekend. Now back to the batting. How about this? Leading doubles for the for the MLB so far. It's the Atlanta Braves. Matt Olson. He's got 35. Now how about triples? It's gonna be the Cleveland Indians. Ahmed Rosario. He's got six triples. Now last but not least on the hitting side. How about the hits? Leading for the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's Freddie. Freeman, he's got 121 hits. Over to the saves for your San Diego Padres. It's Taylor Rogers with 28 saves. And rounding out, last but not least, the most runs scored, runs batted in. That's right. It's the New York Mets' Pete Alonzo with 83, folks. That's how the leaders are there on the statistical side. Let's switch it over to what the leaders look like in the divisions. Of course, we'll jump into the AL first. How about in the East? It's the New York Yankees. They're 66 and 32, 11 and a half games up. Then in the Central, we've got the Minnesota Twins. They're 52 and 45, two and a half games up. Last but not least in the American League, how about out in the West? The Houston cheating Astros. They're 64 and 34, 11 games up. Switch up to the NL. How about out in the East? It's the New York Mets. They're 60 and 37s, just two games up. Now in the Central, it's going to be the Milwaukee Brewers. They're 54 and 44. They are just three games up. And rounding it out, out here in the West, that's right, dominating. It's the LA Dodgers. They're 64 and 32. They are 10 and a half games up in the West, folks. That's what it is. Like I said, 61 games go to go in the regular season before we start talking playoffs. We'll have all the baseball updates, stories, and everything you need to know right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a famer, tell someone about this podcast. Keep it going here on the sunny side up, let's switch it up from the diamond to... Right, that's right folks it is back the best sporting time in the world back at it NFL camps underway kicking off this week all 32 teams reporting and so far just a few holdouts we'll talk about that in the upcoming weeks but we are just obviously obviously one week away from the first game believe it or not the Hall of Fame game. On our heels, that game will be played next week on, yet, on my birthday, that's right, next Thursday, there, it will be the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Las Vegas Raiders to kick off this year's NFL season, we cannot wait here at the E's and B's, so much to talk about, of course, diving right in here to Camp Talk, things kicking off fast and hot, people getting paid, uh, DK Metcalf getting his check that he wanted Now waiting out for Lamar Jackson to see what happens with him. Also, Debo out there in San Francisco still waiting to collect his money. But the competitions are heating up as the quarterback deal we talked about just last week. Down in Carolina, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield already day one. Who's going to be the starter when it's all said and done? We'll have all that information. Plus, who's even going to be pitching the balls up there in the dog pound? That's right, Cleveland has no idea if Benjamin Watson will be playing football this year or, heck, who knows, even ever again. We'll have to wait and keep you updated with that. Of course, the preseason favorites already named the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills. Believe it or not, those two teams will be kicking off the season here in just a couple of weeks. That's right, September 8th, Thursday night, it'll be the Buffalo Bills at the defending Returning champion, Super Bowl champions, that is, Los Angeles Rams. We'll have all the updates, everything through camp that you need to know. All the injuries. There's already one down there in Tampa Bay. That's right. Center going down. Looks like he's going to be out for the year. So they're already scrambling. But we'll have everything else you need to know right here on the Best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. We're so excited. Football is back, baby. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up. Let's switch it up from the gridiron to the octagon. That's right, going down this weekend live there in Dallas, Texas. That's right, going from the American Airlines Center. It's UFC 277. That's right, the rematch. Yulana Pena, the champion, will be taking on the former champion, Emmanuel Nunez, Will. This thing turned out different. How about let's get into the card starting on off with. Now, bear with me, folks. If I do box the names, that's not my fault. Sorry, I'm awful at that. But in the lightweight bout, that's right. The number four ranked, Muhammad Akhanov, will be taking on the number five ranked, Anthony Smith. Then in the flyweight division, it'll be the number four ranked, Andrade Pagoda taking on Alex Perez. Then over in the heavyweight division it's the number 5 ranked Derek Lewis. He'll be taking on the number 11 ranked Sergio Povich. Then for the interim title in the flyweight division the number 1 ranked Brandon Marino, he'll be taking on the number 2 ranked Kai Kara France. That should be a banger. And in the main event of the evening folks, that's right, the Championship bout the bantamweight, the number one ranked, Amanya Nunez will be taking on the champion. Shocked the world last time, folks. That's right, Julia Pena. will have to wait and see how this thing comes out. Will we be talking about round three with these two women, or will Pena settle it all and just put it to rest, putting out Nunez there on Saturday night, live in Dallas, Texas, folks. We'll have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of UFC 277. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up, going and switching gears. Now let's talk some racing.
0: It's one lap Eight to go. White flag, one more. one. More, flag. No one Two and a half miles in front of Denny Hamlet. Does he have enough gas? They think he does.
1: 3,000 foot long back straight away hit toward the tunnel turn. Comfortable lead
0: He's through the tunnel turn. Now one more turn no gain and half of that long straightaway until he sees the checkered flag. It would be his third win of the 2022 season but more importantly, it would be career win number 49, tying him with Tony Stewart. He's gonna win and poke it all
1: again. There you have it! Denny Hamlin! Well, just when you thought we had the second three-time winner. That's right, pump those brakes coming down there on Monday from NASCAR. The number 11 machine and the 18 machine teammates there at JGR DQ'd folks. That's right. Illegal stuff on the front end of both vehicles. Actually, a piece of tape underneath the actual wraps of both cars, giving them, obviously, a little bit of an advantage. It did seem they were a little bit faster. I'm not too sure how much we should go into looking if that piece of tape was that big of a difference, but it did come down Monday They take the race win away from the 11 machine. Of course, 18 finishing second. So that removes first and second. So getting his fourth, folks, win of the year, handing it down to him, the number nine machine of Chase Selleck. Congratulations to him and his team on yet another win this year and separating himself from everyone there in the playoffs, in my opinion. Now, I do know there after it was reported People got in touch with Chase Elliott. He was not happy with how the win was handed to him. He does not want to win that away. Doesn't really accept it. But in all, it is a win in the books. Now giving him four. Continuing into now this weekend, they're going to be in my home state. That's right, right there in Indiana at the brickyard. That's right, the brickyard going down. Well, the road course this weekend for the Cup for the Cup guys. And The younger ones will be over, returning back to IRP. We'll talk about that here in just a second. But odds on favorite going to this weekend will obviously be all of those road course racers. But our desperational time setting in for Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex, Ryan Blaney, Austin Dillon. Because we still only have two spots left before the playoffs. Six races till those playoffs start, folks. It's crunch time now or never. I cannot wait to see how these things work out. But like we said, there will be other races going on this weekend there in Indy. How about over at IRP? What we were talking about last weekend. That's right, the Camping Truck World Series will be going roundy round over there, and we will be a part of it. That's right, we'll be on the Chris Hacker machine, folks, the number 33 machine out there. We did make a donation last week to TJ's team foundation there for cancer for kids and uh just a small do- donation made by us here at the ease and B's to help out and uh, we got our names there on his truck we're very honored and proud to be part of chris hacker motorsports so we re- we wish him luck from us here at the E's and B's. we really hope that uh he comes with a solid top five finish heck who knows maybe even coming out on top we'll be uh keeping our eyes peeled for that one and we'll have all The winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of the brickyard. That's right. My home state, Indiana. Next week, right here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports. Keeping it going in the racing talk. Let's stay right there in Indiana and talk about what happened there last weekend at my home track. That's right. Anderson Speedway. It was the 73rd national crown ran there. Um, Of course, we talked about it. It was the crown VIX this time. But I got to say a solid Solid field of Vix on uh, Saturday last weekend. And, uh, boy, oh, boy, the Tharp family showing up there in tons. Four cars in the field. Very bad fast cars. That's right. Uh, in the end, little Ricky setting fast time. And he was leading pretty much 99% of the race. We had a late caution, um, which ended up ending his night. His car going to the back overheating. But it passed the reins right down to, that's right, none other than his pops himself, Ricky Tharp Sr., and when it was all said and done, on top, the number double zero, it was Ricky Tharp. Congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's. A very, very deserving run and his first ever national crown. Congratulations, Ricky, man. So proud of you. Uh, I sent him some personal texts him I knew this was his night. His pops looking down on him. Of course, the whole family running It's very, very cool to see that. And uh, it was meant to be either Little Ricky or Big Ricky, and Big Ricky getting the win. So, congratulations to them. Keep your eyes out on those guys. They are bad fast. They're getting their stuff together. And when they do, watch out. They're going to be dominating no matter where they go in those uh, Crown Vicks. Very fun to watch. Might not be the fastest things out there, but I tell you what, it's a great car count. And, and it's very, very entertaining. Hopefully that stuff trickles out here to Colorado very, very soon. Other things going on. How about this weekend? That's right, going on to Speed Drum. It's going to be those Outlaw Figure 8s, the Sunny 100 going down this weekend. Some of the big names will be in a house. And, of course, E's and B's veterans like Matt Smith and the Tunnies will be pulling for all those guys. So make sure you guys check out Crossover Traffic there on Facebook. Shout out to them. For going live each and every week. Thank you so much. It helps us out when we are 1600 miles away. We can check out that live action there at the Speedrome and wherever they're at. So we do appreciate you. Check out Crossover Traffic. Make sure you guys let them know the Eddie from the E's and B sent you. So we'll have all the winners coming out of Speedrome next week right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. Last thing we got here before we get to the meat. How about some? Nope. Prep, that's right, talking the strip racing, and we talked a lot about it last week as it was dig or die, that's right, East versus the world down there at the Rock, and a large, I'm talking large, car count as over 115 cars on the property, folks, it was amazing to see some of the baddest small tire, no prep cars in the nation on that property putting in the work and it was a hot one that's right folks super hot down there in the carolinas at that time so very very good stuff i want to give a special shout out to our friends and partners that's right pennywise racing and media robert smith also our friends at stage lane productions willie sheffield those two folks putting on some awesome awesome live content last week that way us here at home who could not be there, could check out and take notes. Of course, if you didn't see, go back, check out my Facebook post. I was watching two races at once. Shout out to Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson as he was going live from Pacemakers. And I had Digger Die on the computer. It was awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, I was taking double notes and fun, fun to see. But there at Digger Die, when it was all said and done, it came down to some heavy hitters. There were heavy hitters in the house like Patches, Jarrett Bradshaw, Willie Dynamite, Chicken Hawk, Coffee, Turbo John, E.T.C. I mean, there was so many people in that building. But when it rolled down to the final two, folks, it came down to none other than Jake Boswell and the M.A.K. boy. That's right. Bumper Wilson, Sean Finster. What a race. Go back. Check it out there on Pennywise or State of the uh Productions YouTube. See who won. I won't tell you here. But I got to say It was a good one, and they had to go maybe to the tape, or maybe they didn't. How about you check it out for yourself and let us know in the comments what you think of some of the baddest no-prep-smoke-tire racing in the world, folks, going on all the time, and we have some of the best action. Speaking of that, also going down last weekend there, our boy Limpy, that's right, the baddest flagger in the streets, he put on a little cash days there in Texas. And this time, it was Big Tire. That's right. The big boys came out to play, and it was some big names. How about names like Eric Bain, Big Derek. If you don't remember him, go back, check out some of the old Street Outlaws episodes. He was in some of the first stuff with the uh, Silver Bullet. Yeah, he was there. Also, Uncle Jeff and Big Chief in the house. But the name that shocked us all, that's right, the guy that came out on top in the end, A little eight-car shootout. It was none other from Detroit. Brian Chucky Davis. Congratulations to him in his first ever (laughs) Cash Day's win. Uh, Very very cool stuff. And of course, obviously one of the baddest when it's put on by the baddest. Limpy himself had a little trouble. They had to switch spots three times. You know, cops coming here and there. Whoop-de-whoop. But they got it. Ran and uh, congratulations to. Chucky Davis there for an awesome, awesome big tire, no prep, cash days win on the streets. That's right. Some of the baddest it on the streets, folks. And if you want to see that, make sure you guys go check out Limpy's YouTube for all that action. Of course, we give them shout outs because that's our people. That's who we follow. And that's how we get caught up on all the baddest no prep action. Going down. We'll keep you up. There was supposed to be some this weekend. Of course, it got canceled. We were going to have a guest. We're going to push that back. We'll bring in some more. No prep. Flaggers. All that good stuff here in the future. Stay tuned to the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. Pass the gravy. Spread the butter. Tell a friend. Tell a member, Tell someone about this podcast. With that, folks, it's going to wrap up the sunny side. Coming up next, we're going to get into the meat. That's right. We're going to talk SummerSlam. This year's SummerSlam going down live. We'll be talking all about that and the history next. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. to this week's meet as we're breaking down this year's 2022 SummerSlam live from Nashville, Tennessee going down tomorrow night and we'll break down that card here in just a second but here on the meet as we always do we dive into either an interviewee or a big segment and we got some stuff to break down here about SummerSlam just a few of the topics and a history notes starting with The SummerSlam began in August 29th, 1988, and the first place that I ever was at was Madison Square Garden, of course, the home of Vince McMahon, and of course, the big match that night, Hulk Hogan teaming up with Bacho Man, that's right, the superpowers, they were taking on Andre the Giant and Ted DiBiase, big, big night there in Madison Square Garden for the first ever inaugural SummerSlam um, in 88 now it has been three times SummerSlam overseas twice over in Canada and once in London five times SummerSlam has been played in the Staples Center in LA and four times in the Barclays Center in Brooklyn that's about the gist of SummerSlam all across the country every single year it try- tries to change it did have a couple stints as we talked you know In one spot, but majority of it in other things. Here are the top five all-time SummerSlam matches. How about starting off with the Intercontinental Ladder match back in 1995 between Razor, Ramon, and Shawn Michaels. That's number five. How about the number four? It's a steel cage match. That's right. Back in 1994 between Bret Hart and his brother, Owen Hart. Number three, it's a no disqualification. That's right. It was Brock Lesnar taking on CM Punk 2013. Then number two, it's a table, ladders, and chairs match. This, my favorite match of all time in SummerSlam and can be argued as the best ever SummerSlam match, but they have it here as to it's the Hardys versus the Dudleys versus Edge and Christian. That was in. 2000 and the number one match ranked in SummerSlam all time. That's right. The intercontinental championship between Bret Hart and his brother-in-law, the British Bulldog. That was in 1992, folks. That's some of the history of the SummerSlam. Let's dive into the biggest party of the summer. That's right. SummerSlam 2022 live from the Nissan stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Let's break down that card, starting off with the Mysterios. They'll be taking on the Judgment Day. Now, this is a no disqualification match. My pick right here on the E's and B's. Well, we're gonna pick Judgment Day. But keep your eyes peeled for Edge. That's right. Edge returning possibly. We'll have to wait and see if he shows up and distracts or helps out with it being a no disqualification. We expect Rhea Ripley to appear as well. So We'll keep our eyes on that. Then, we got the match nobody cares about, supposedly. How about The Miz taking on Logan Paul? Our picks right here. Logan Paul will amaze everyone and come out on top again over The Miz. Then, we've got a championship bout. That's right. The Women's Raw Championship. That's the champion, Bianca Belair. She'll be taking on Becky Lynch. And My, folk, uh, my thoughts, folks, are definitely... Becky Lynch in her ugliest outfit ever will come out on top and regain that Raw championship that she lost one year ago right there in SummerSlam to Bianca Belair. Next match, how about the SmackDown championship? The champion, Liv Morgan, she'll be taking on Ronda Rousey. That's right. Ronda will be returning. I'm not sure how this thing shakes down. I wrote in my notes disqualification because. Charlotte reappears possibly. We'll have to wait and see. After that, we've got the tag team unification match. That's right. The tag team champion Usos. They'll be taking on the Street Profits with special guest referee Jeff Jarrett. That's right. Double J will be the special guest referee. and We'll talk a little bit more about him in just a second. I think that will be what gets the Usos over top. Jeff Jarrett being in charge and the enforcer referee—that's who I think will win that one. After that, the match I'm waiting for. That's right, the YouTube sensation Pat McAfee. He'll be taking on Corbin, Happy Corbin. And uh, my opinion, I think Pat McAfee once again steals the show there at SummerSlam, coming out on top. And we'll be talking. All- all about his moves there on Monday, I promise you. After that, we've got the last uh, match before the main event. It's going to be another championship match. That's right. The United States Championship belt on the line as the champion. Bobby Lashley, Colorado Zone, will be taking on Austin Theory. That's right. Mr. Money in the Bank himself. He still has that briefcase, folks. And he plans on using it there at SummerSlam, so we'll keep our eye on that. I think Theory does come out on top, gains the belt, and possibly cashes in and wins that belt too. That would be crazy, right? That would put him with three belts. Who else had that going on? Think back, folks. That's right. Kenny Omega in AEW last year. So interesting times, interesting things. Now let's talk about the interesting main event. How about last man standing as... The defending, reigning champion, the head of the table, Roman Reigns. He'll be taking on the beast, Brock Lesnar. That's right. The returning Brock Lesnar, as uh, reported last week, possibly walking out when Vince McMahon, well, we'll talk about that here in just a second too. But let's talk about the winner of this match, folks. I think there's no doubt in my mind Roman Reigns comes out on top and retains his belt and keeps the streak going over 700 days reigning and will deep all the way, all the way to WrestleMania where it's a possibility his next opponent could be none other than family. I cannot wait to see what happens there. Saturday night, SummerSlam 2022, Hi, from Nashville, folks. Make sure you guys check us out. Next week, we'll have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know. Well, let me tell you a little bit more about that. Why? Because my, that's right, folks, my best friend, Brian Ashton, will be making the trip to not only SummerSlam, but what we're going to be talking about here in just a second, Ric Flair's last match. That's right, folks. My best friend of 35 years will be attending, and we're going to be having him live right here next week on the podcast the day after my birthday to talk all about SummerSlam and the Ric Flair match. I cannot wait, so we'll get the definitely inside scoop on how things went down there in Nashville from my boy, Brian. I cannot wait. With that, folks, that's going to wrap up the meet. Stay tuned. We're going to talk some more Rock Slam. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast.
0: There
1: you have it, folks. Last week, as we went off air and dropped the greatest promoter, owner, anything in wrestling ever, to my known knowledge, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, retired last Friday there, as you heard, her daughter on SmackDown giving the thank you chance, going on. The beginning of the show and uh, now the speculation has escalated is this because he is 77 plus years old or is it the things that are going on in his life that has forced him out the door folks i got my uh, prediction i said it long ago this would happen it's gonna force him to maybe even worse i hope i hope not in my opinion i hate to see that for uh, so many wrestling fans out there as he has created The greatest thing ever in wrestling with WWE slash WWF. And uh, it was sad to see him go, but also it leaves questions and everybody's been talking about it all week long. Will Vince McMahon still be running everything from behind closed doors at his home, you know, throwing in suggestions or even better yet, xing out some of the ideas? I know this. Things have already heated up. Some people have been let go. Johnny Ace out. Kevin Dunn out. Some other of the big names that we thought were going to be out. Maybe not just yet, but Stephanie McMahon named CEO and head of things and now named there on Friday, Triple H, head of creative, which we thought would be Bruce Pritchard. He now controlling one show and it sounds like Triple H controlling possibly the other two shows, but we'll see how long that lasts. We're definitely going to keep our eyes and ears to the ground on this story as it is very, very developing. We know that retirement means a lot, but I gotta say, folks, I think there's a lot more behind it, and we'll have all the information you need to know coming out of WWE plus SummerSlam right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. Let's turn it over to the other channel.
0: After weeks and weeks of horrible, disparaging remarks from Christian Cage. Finally, Jungle Boy, you're out here to respond. Obviously, there's a lot on your mind. Give us your response. Christian Cage, you are the biggest pussy I have ever met in my entire life!
1: There you have it. That's how things gets heated up there on Wednesday night at AEW Dynamite. Live there in Boston. Jungle Boy telling his feelings right off the bat and using some very, very strong language. Of course, my my five-year-old was shocked covering her ears. It gets worse if you go back and check that promo out. Very, very good stuff, in my opinion. Something we've been dying to see out of Jungle Boy. A little intensity Maybe this is what he needed, Christian Cage, to push the buttons. He pushes Christian Cage's buttons at the end of that promo, calling him out on his divorce, saying possibly maybe that's why he's doing what he's doing. But good, good stuff. Fight for Fallen going down there on Wednesday night. Jericho coming out after Moxley, opening it up against Rouge And Jericho looking fabulous, I got to say. Cut to shreds, coming out, calling out Moxley in two weeks at Quake at the Lake there in Minnesota. Those two are going to tangle one more time as Jericho wants his long-awaited rematch for that AEW World title. So, very, very cool stuff. And in the long run, Moxley taking the promo serious as he went shoot-style, calling Jericho out, saying he wants no phony baloney. He wants the Lionheart, folks. So, it'll be interesting. We'll be very anticipating for this match going down in two weeks. That's right. Jericho versus Moxley. Other things that went down there on Dynamite. How about this? The new arrival. Josh Woods from Ring of Honor. He attacking Keith Lee. Wow. Keith Lee's partner in the ring, wrestling. And uh, very, very interesting stuff for that. Then, how about our boy Ricky Starks? That's right. Coming out defending his FTW title against Danhausen making short work of it, but calling out another match saying he had more in the tank. Taz on commentary saying two weeks in a row, not a good idea. Lights drop and bam, out comes Sin Hook. That's right. Taz's son coming to the ring. And boy, oh boy, Ricky Starks was not ready for that. Getting the tap out. And now the new FTW world champion. That's right. Hook. Taz boy, and uh, very, very interesting stuff. They go to commercial break, come back, and uh, Stark's laying it all on the line with another promo in the ring. And, boy, it had a heartfelt moment for a second. But his own boy turning his back. That's right, Will Hobbs coming with the clothesline. A stiffy, if I might say. Go check it out. Looks really solid. Clothesline punch to the neck. Knocking Stark's down and ending. The friendship between those two what comes next i did tell lb i think this ricky starks now will be faced and i think it's just because the crowd cannot but love him and cheer for him so very very interesting stuff between the old taz members uh they're falling apart at the uh seams for old taz now it seems like he might be just down to one to two members we'll have to wait and see now What will Hook do with that FTW title? Who knows? All right, last but not least, the the main event there on Wednesday night, the return. That's right, the American Dragon himself, Brian Danielson, returning to take on Daniel Garcia of JAS. And what a hard technical match it was. In the end, Hager coming out, helping out Garcia and getting the TKO. Now, I will say this, they played out daniel danielson having maybe still problems with the head during the match saying he was not a hundred percent folks i know it was just part of the storyline but they did a damn good job doing it go back check that out had me on the edge a couple times but all this leading up to folks we know this quake at the lake in two weeks but it's all gonna come to head in september that's right at All out in Chicago we will have all the winners, losers, and all the stories you need to know leading through AEW right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. Now, the last thing I got here on the scramble, that's right, we talked just a little bit about it a little bit ago. How about going down on Sunday, 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 that's right, the last match of this man, the greatest man of all time. folks going down sunday live there in nashville as well from the fairground it's gonna be rick flair's last match jim crockett promotions putting it on conrad thompson productions it's gonna be amazing folks a stacked stacked card four different promotions lining that card Going to be an amazing show. My homeboy, my best friend, that's right, Brian Ashton, will be in attendance. And I cannot wait to talk to him next week, live, right here on the Best Podcast. We're going to talk to him about that, as Ric Flair will be teaming up one more time with his son-in-law. That's right, Andrade. They'll be taking on, well, his former trainer. That's right, Jay Lethal and Double J. J-A-R-R-E-T-T, Jeff Jarrett, in a tag match for the last time. The Robe will walk that aisle, folks. You can check it out live, on pay-per-view, on fight, or in person. It's going to be amazing. Like I said, a star studded field. They've got a whole weekend of things kicking off tonight as the Ric Flair roast will be happening. And, of course, all the live venue shows going up to Sunday, You do not want to miss it. A very low price, folks. I'll be watching it here. And, of course, we'll be talking about it all next week right here with my best friend, Brian Ashton, live on episode 101. Imagine that. We cannot wait, folks. With that, it's going to wrap up the scramble this week. And until then, we're going to wrap this whole thing up one last time. Episode 100, the toast coming up next. You're listening to The e fans, it's everybody's favorite part of the show, get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon butter, your sugar, it's time to spread it, it's the toast, I'd like to welcome in the person that has made these 100 episodes so lovely, keeping all the stats and notes and everything you need to know, my sidekick, my side chick, the best, lovely Miss L. B welcome 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 to this amazing Hello. amazing episode how about episode one hundred I know knew it would be here just wasn't sure when absolutely such such a lot of work put into this so much uh hard hard time sweat. Everything, dedication to come to you guys live. We are creeping up on year number two. Keeping it 100 right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast episode 100. Yes, it is. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. All right, Lauren, as we do here, let's get right to it and get to those. Shout-outs. I want to give a big shout-out to Pennywise Racing and Media's Robert Smith. Thank you so much for those live feeds some last week. Make sure you guys go check him out live on all the social media outlets. Also, a shout-out to Stage Lane Productions' Willie Sheffield for the same thing. Awesome, awesome live feeds, folks. Some of the best no-prep action. Those are some of the two live feeds you need to make sure you're following. Also, a shout-out to Carolina Performance and Dinos' Robbie and Robert Dollar. Also, shout-out to Bang That Lights, Death Returner. Shout-out to Ohio Grudge Racing's. Josh Robinson. Shout out to Lippy. Happy. Backwoods Garage. Shout out to Bubba Bubba Phillips. Shout out to Turbo John. The Tunnies. SRC. Team Hilton. Team Tharp. Also shout out to Rocky Mountain Pros. Yadin. Lilith. Dustin. Remy. My boys. Neil. Brian. Tony. Ty. And oh my peeps at The Green Solution. 810. North College Road. Make sure you guys check out The Green Solution for your cannabis needs. What up Eric? Awesome, awesome stuff. A big shout-out to all my interviewees that has came on here in these first 100 episodes. We thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on and treating us with very, very good stuff. And also, we uh, always have the door open for anyone out there. That's as as we speak each and every week. If you want to be on the show, you're a wrestler, a race car driver, athlete, someone playing out there just trying to promote yourself, get us at podcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you, and we'll get you on air. That's and podcast at gmail.com. Here's that. Next week, coming right here, episode 101. My best friend will be on the show for the birthday episode. That's right. Day after my birthday, we'll be dropping episode 101. Brian Ashton of 35 years, my best friend, will be with me. We'll be talking about him going to SummerSlam and him going to that awesome last match. That's right, Ric Flair's last match there on Sunday. So we'll be diving in, getting the inside scoop from my boy. That's right, Brian, right here next week. Also, folks, if you didn't know, make sure you guys are paying attention. The website under construction right now. Very, very close to the relaunch. We'll be uh giving the sneak peek and letting you know when that will drop very, very soon. So Keep an eye out for that. That's the easeandbees.org website. It'll be coming with a brand new facelift very, very soon to all you fans out there. So stay tuned. Also, with that being said, being that it's episode 100. (laughs) That's right. That's right.
0: We are here
1: at the E's and Bees doing a giveaway. All you got to do is pay attention to our YouTube this weekend. We will have a very special video out there. All you got to do, follow those rules, be a subscriber. As you know, Lauren, that subscription crawl, how's it going? It's crawling. That's right. We're it's trying to get pants. to that 1,000 so we can go live wherever we're at, whatever event we're going to be attending. Therefore, you guys can see that live action. So get at us there on YouTube. Like I said, going down this weekend, we're going to have episode 100 giveaway live there on YouTube. So check that out. That's episode 100 (laughs) giveaway on our E's and B's YouTube. With that, make sure you guys also are paying attention next week, my birthday weekend. That's right. We're going to be having live from Colorado National Speedway as I, that's right, Eddie B will be making my return. And this time I'm going to be making a whole day out of it. That's right. I'm going to be returning with Team Hilton as they will be showing up First time debuting in the truck series, McCrista Hilton, the baddest chick out there. She'll be uh, driving the oh, 06 truck in the truck division, and we will be live ah, from Colorado National Speedway. Um, with that, let's turn it all on over and get into this day in sports. July 2004, Twins first baseman Justin Murnow. Has a strange day during a 5-4, 10-inning Minnesota win, the White Sox in Chicago, when umpires reverse two apparent home runs in the second inning. Marno hits a fly ball to left field that umpire Ed Monatage rules a home run, but after what? Chicago protests the call, the arbiters rule the ball struck the top of the wall, and the call they call the play a double in the fifth. Umpire. Mike Howe calls Mano's drive right drive to the right home run. But following another protest and discussion among all four umpires, it's changed to a foul ball. Mono returns to the plate and flies out. And that is this day in spouts. So he hit he did that twice? So not once, but twice did my man Justin <laughs> hit two day. home runs and both of them getting called back. That's crazy. What Nowadays, you know, we have the instant replay camera thing in baseball yeah. as well. So this stuff is even even more common. But in 2004, that was one of the first times I had ever heard of two home runs being called back. And uh, very, very cool stuff from a very, very uh, solid player, in my opinion. Yeah, well, with that, nice. I'm going to turn it over to Lauren for this week's episode 100. top 10 cities that's right folks this week we're just going to be giving you the top 10 cities that have downloaded in this first part of the year here let's go with it are you ready I'm ready Top ten cities of the last hundred episodes. Yeah, on last one hundred, baby. Number ten, Lancaster, Texas. Lancaster. Number Texas. nine is Frankfurt, Germany. Germany. Eight is Washington, Virginia. Virginia, thank you so much. Uh seven is Vi- Zionsville, Indiana. Zionsville, baby, thank you. Six is Anderson, Indiana. Hey, town, hometown, And number five is Indianapolis, Indiana. Thank you so much, Indiana. Show yeah. love. Uh, number four seems to be new, but they've made a huge, huge impact. Big jump. That's right. We love you out there. Vancouver, the seas, baby. British Columbia. Thank you Canada. so much, Vancouver. Yeah, we see you out there. Number three is San Jose, California. Cali. Make it number two, Denver, Colorado. That's right, big T, baby. And, and number workshop, one on number top. One. As always, hometown. Yep. Fort Collins, Colorado. Fans, thank you so much for all the love out there. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell someone about this podcast. Podcast
0: 100.
1: And you know the drill. Until next week, make sure you eat your breakfast. I'll be a year older next week. (laughs) Have a good weekend. (laughs) Peace.